This is the Gallinach Masters Cycling Podcast. I'm Norman Blissett, your host for the show. Gallinach Masters Cycling is a global community of 50 years and older cyclists who support each other to love life through riding our bikes. Each week we share inspiring stories from our riders around the world, showcase great places to ride our bikes and give tips to help you get fitter, healthier and more confident on the bike. Welcome everyone to the latest Gallinac Master Cycling podcast. I'm Norman Blissett and with me as always is Coach Foggy, Chris Foggin. How are you today, Foggy? Kia ora. Um, I'm very good. Yes, thank you. It's, um, what time are we at? Seven o'clock in the evening here. So yeah, all good. Been a good day. Yeah, eight in the morning here. It's the sky's blue, the sun is out, spring is Perfect. in the air. It's all, it's all very good. So what have you been up to since we last spoke? Uh, managed to get a couple of rides in. Um, yeah, we've uh, hit a couple of trails that we haven't done before just to check them out and sort of showcase them on the um, uh, Facebook page that I run over here just so people can see some stuff. And then been working quite a lot. Uh, we, we've actually in the school holidays now um, here in New Zealand and it's the busiest time for the cycle trail companies right now because everybody's here riding bikes. It's incredible. I want to say here, they're all Kiwis. There's no overseas people yet, yeah. but they've just opened the border to Australia. Yeah. So we might get some Aussies through. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's the it's the last holiday before winter, isn't it? So people are just, it's the last uh, chance, I suppose, to get out in some decent weather. Yeah, yeah the next school holidays are, yeah, are in the winter. But, I mean, the weather here, it's autumn. The weather for the last uh, wee while has been just stunning. You know, the beautiful autumn colours, um, for the most part, not too windy, sunshine, and it's just been, uh, it's, it's a really nice season, autumn down this way. Fabulous, fabulous. Well, I, I had a, an amazing day on Saturday because I went with my son's cycling club to a, a mountain bike centre called Bedgebury, which is not too far away from, from where I live. Um, went, there was about, yeah, 15, 15 kids um, and a few of the coaches and some some of the parents and we was around all the trails there. Not nothing Brilliant. too technical because I'm not really a mountain biker. Um, but um, but yeah, hired a mountain bike, jumped a mountain bike, had a had a great time. So that was that was fabulous. Kids all had a, a wonderful time. And then I, I went off to Lee Valley Velodrome um, for the first time oh, yeah. uh, for a long, long time. Yeah, at least eighteen months, I think, um, for a track session. So I did two hours. Um, on the on the track there that was used for the 2012 Olympics and it was it was just magical just great great to be back there because it's been closed for quite a long time obviously with with COVID yeah. um, and yeah great to be back on back on the track I have to say though that the first because it's so long since I've been on it I mean I've done quite a lot on the track over the years but it's been a few um the little while and you, you the first few laps especially going around the bends yeah that's right. um yeah. it's a bit it's a bit nerve-wracking but yeah after five minutes i was totally back into it again and loving it so yeah i did i did some did a good distance um on the um on on the track i mean there's still a few covid restrictions around so you can't ride in a bunch so we all had to keep yeah. a bit of a distance um but yeah fantastic fantastic oh, i missed the track mate i uh i mean obviously 
having worked for Cycling New Zealand for all those years, my office was uh, in the velodrome. So when we got free access to the track, I really miss it because um, I, I haven't been up there for... Oh, there's another big velodrome down in Invercargill, which is about three hours away from me. So I could go and use that, but uh, it's just access. Um, so I do miss it. It's, it's nice in the winter to be able to to ride in the warmer, you know, even though it's just going around in circles. That's all right. Yeah, it, there's, there's something, it's it just going around in circles, very short circles. It was 250 metres and whatever That's it right. is. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't going flat out, so... Uh, you know, keeping a steady tempo. It was about 24, 25 seconds a lap or something like that. Anyway, I wasn't really counting. Um, and, but yeah, so to ride for half an hour, so I did kind of three half hour, 35 minute blocks in the two hours that we were, they were there. I don't know how many laps. So it was a lot of laps. It's a lot of laps, but it's you don't get bored. There's, yeah. there, there's something, there's something quite, um, I don't know, not hypnotic is the wrong word, but it's, you get into a rhythm with it, don't you? Um, you and, do, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and if you've not ridden on the track, you can't. You, I guess you would think that it's all flat. It's not because you, when you go round the bends on the track, you do have to push harder. There's a slight uphill um, sensation as you as you go as you go round, and it's particularly if, if you're because uh, there were obviously other people on the track and they were doing other stuff. Um, you know, there were some people doing two hundred you know laps and kilos and so on. So occasionally, you know, every so often you'd pass people. Um, obviously you go around them on the right hand side and go up the banking a bit and yeah so you have to put a bit of effort in so it's not it's not all flat riding like no you, you obviously haven't been in one of my sessions mate I'm, I um, I used to coach a group um, regularly um, and, and ride with them at the same time yeah we, we've had some fun on the track you can, you can vary it so much it, it definitely isn't just riding around in circles and if you are just riding around in circles you're not doing it right yeah but anyway, that's, that's that's a conversation probably for another day. Maybe we should do one on track riding for the winter. We should, we should, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because if you haven't, for our listeners out there, if you haven't ridden on an indoor track, uh, uh, then it, put it on your bucket list. It's such a great experience. Great if, yeah, if it, there's a l- little bit of getting used to it at the start of it, riding a fixed gear bike with no brakes, um, sounds highly dangerous <laughs> if you've not done it before. <laughs> but actually. It's once you get into it, it's safer than riding um, on a bike with brakes. I think because you just naturally are more safety conscious. You're much naturally more inclined to look out for each other. So I actually I I, I feel more secure riding in a bunch on a track bike on the track than I do in a in a in a bunch on a on my road bike. You're safer on there than you are on some of the roads, mate. That's for sure. Yeah, that's no potholes. Yeah, no potholes. Mm. That's for sure. So we are going to talk about making sure things are good with your bike when you go out at so foggy yes. take us take us through your quick check before you go out on a bike what should you do all right uh, right now I've, I've got this little group that i'm coaching here in central otago and i start them off and the first session is just doing basic maintenance and it's the old adage is just keep it really simple um and uh, if you if you you know Every time you go out, we just do an A, B, C. And that simply stands for air, brakes, and chain. And if you keep on top of that before you go out, quick check. And then when you come back, just keep on top of it with quick maintenance on each one of those three uh, elements, then your bike's going to last a lot longer. So if you, if you break that down into air, so the first one is um, just making sure you've got the right air pressures for the style of riding, the time of year, weather conditions, um, weight of the rider, 
blah, 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 goes on. Um, you know, if you're riding a skinny tyre um, and you're sort of 80 to 90 kgs, then, you know, look at the air pressures you need for that. And the way you find your air pressures is obviously look at the sidewall of the tyre for the most part. I think nearly all good tyres will have the, the you know, measured in PSI or bar on the side of the um, tyre, so you'll get an idea. I, I'm quite reluctant to pump um, any of my bikes up to full um, capacity. I, you know, I look at the, what I need. Um, uh, you know, so if you're riding a fat tab mountain bike, you might be off-roading on some really gnarly, gravelly, gravelly stuff, gravelly stuff, or stuff, or not. That was 20 psi, but if you're using the same bike and you're riding to commute on the road, you might want to take it up to 40 psi. So again, it's just horses for courses and looking after it. And again, what you're trying to do is you're trying to negate um, uh, the issue of having punctures. You know, you, you guys over in the northern hemisphere start to come into winter. The last thing you want in the winter is a puncture when you got cold hands. Um, so just keep on top of that helps on wear and tear of the tyres and it also helps with the handling of the bike as well if it's at the right the right level. So that's that bit. Um, then I go into ABC brakes, just making sure your brakes are working, making sure if you, you know, the, the brake pads are um, uh, fine, the rotors, if you've got brake discs are fine, um, making sure you've got plenty of uh, wear left in them. And, you know, obviously, uh, if you're using the setup of right-hand front brake, making sure that that stops you really well and left-hand back brake, it stops you really well. And there's good tests you can do on that, just static off the bike. Have you, if you hold your front brake on and walk forwards, the bike should stand on its front. And if you hold your back brake on and walk backwards, the bike should stand on its back back end. Um, that's, a, that's a rough indication that they're, they're, you know, they're reasonably okay. If you get any squealing out of brakes, then it's usually either... Fresh brakes compound, it could be dust, dirt, water, grease, anything that's got into the um, the discs or the pads. Um, if it's on the rotor, then that becomes a bit more of a problem that you, you probably need to end up changing the rotor as well as pads. Um, it, it, sometimes you'll get squealing if you put new pads in um, and it soon scrubs off, but if it continues, I'd start to look at, investigate a little bit further as well um, on that one. And then chain is making sure you keep it clean. Um, and obviously there's, there's plenty of, uh, information out there about how to clean a chain and how to lubricate it, look after it, make sure that it's, uh, it's in good order. Uh, I use really simple stuff. I use a, an organic, um, a degreaser and I use, um, a dry lube, um, and I use cloths for cleaning. You know, I'll, I'll clean it off with soap and water first if it's really dirty, dry it off with a cloth. Uh, just rotating the chain through my hand with the cloth wrapped around uh, the chain, if that makes sense. Um, make sure it's dry, make sure it's clean, then do the same again. I'll apply the lube through a cloth. So I'll hold the cloth in my hand and then roll the chain backwards through, through the cloth. You don't need anything more than that, and you don't want to over-lubricate either. So with the winter riding, you know, you, you might use a wet loop. Um, in here down in central Otago, we use dry loop because it's just so dry. Um, even in the winter, I'd use a dry loop because it's so dry and dusty. You just, you, you know, wet loop would just clog up really quickly. Um, yeah, so that's that's the simple ones. And then you can go more in depth if you wish. Um, but that's the simple before and after you're riding, definitely. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. The ABC is just a good way to remember it, isn't it? And just do these, do yeah, do these checks. Simple. 
Yeah, yeah, really simple. And it's not, I think, you know, a lot, a lot of people come onto the bike and are a bit intimidated by the technical part of it and, and, the, and these repairs. But actually, they're really simple. They're really simple things that you that you can do and should and should should practice. And I, there's there's plenty of videos out there that show you how to do these things. So yeah, GCN is a really good source of these these videos and how to how to just do the checks and and if you have got something wrong to do do a bit of repair. I I run a um, so my my setup actually I put it on on the two bikes that I use most, which are my cyclocross bike and my uh, road bike. They're both tubeless they're both um disc brakes now and yeah they that that does make life a little bit easier i have to say um on the um on on the air the air part of it because you run at a bit of a lower pressure and obviously you're not you're not you're not quite so concerned yeah. about punctures because the other thing that i would just throw into there which i which i do less of now i have to say with tubeless i did i did it more when i had um uh, normal inner, well, just the inner, inner tubes was just checking for little bits of flint and thought, you know, thorn or whatever in the tire that hadn't yet quite punctured. <laughs> so a quick run, just kind of you know, roll the tire around and just check to see if there's anything just sticking out, any little flints that are that are in there, and then just dig them out because um, yeah, you don't want to, you don't have punctures if you if you can possibly avoid them. Oh yeah, I, I mean, th- there is a big thing about going tubeless, but there's still an awful lot of people riding with tubes. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, you know, I've seen it where people have took a tube out to, you know, to patch it up, and there might be ten or fifteen patches on the tube. I mean, for heaven's sake, it, a tube costs you about nine dollars, or, or which is about five quid or whatever yeah, five it might or six be quid, in, yeah, in yeah, pounds these days. Yeah. yeah. Just put a new tube in. It's not worth a, you know, a patch going wrong. Um, definitely carry a, an emergency self adhesive patch with you you don't need all of the things you used to use like you know bits of chalk and um adhesive separate to the patch and having to wait and glue it all and that stuff you can just get these little sticky self-adhesive patches which are an emergency thing if you if you if you did need them but but you know for the most part most riders should if they, if you were riding the tubes in just carry a spare tube yeah actually yeah. another tip on that is don't make a rocky mistake um uh, i can i can tell you stories about this but um I always carry bottles of air, so I carry the little air canisters and the valve that goes with them. And one particular day I ride in with my wife, we, she got two pinch flats um, where the tyres weren't, weren't at the right pressures and she was on a, on a gravel bike, hit some quite um, sort of rocky trail and jumped over something and ended up with two pinch flats. Anyway, long story short, but um, uh, I, I had two canisters with me um managed to change the tube got one canister in went for the second one and it blew up and when i say blew up the valve it just lost all the air so the valve didn't work the, the valve was obviously broken and the next problem was it didn't have a pump so that's it i relied that was a rookie mistake i'd relied on the canisters with a valve and i'd forgotten to bring the pump or just didn't bring the pump you know mini pump with it so that was it was stuck in the middle of nowhere um that was a long walk out yeah so be aware of that. Canisters can be brilliant, but they can also let you down. Yeah. And just on, on that, we're, we are in a little, little while, we're going to demonstrate um, by audio only, not by video, because um, we'd be too oh. embarrassed at our lack of skills, <laughs> uh, how quickly we can each, um, each, each change a tyre. But let's, let's come to that in a, um, in a little while. Oh, we yeah. So, so I, um, 
Yeah, I take I st- even though I run tubeless, I still take an inner tube with me. Um, yeah, just in, just yeah. in case, because it does. It has happened that I've had like massive punctures, um, massive holes in the tire that don't the sealant doesn't repair, and I can't get the the tubeless fixer bung thing to work properly. And yeah. um, so I so I still take an inner tube. But what 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 should you take with you, Foggy? What you know, obviously you don't want to weigh yourself down with a whole toolbox no. full of stuff. I, I, so what what's the what's the minimum to take with you? Yeah, I think you're doing some decent riding and you're doing some decent case. And the minimum you should really have is obviously um, the puncture repair stuff. So a tube, um, probably um, one or two tie levers. They usually come in twos these days. They used to come in threes, but you don't need three. So one or two tie levers. Um, a lightweight multi-tool that, that can has got all the, the, the right-sized hexes on it for your bike. And potentially, if you're any good at this, is having a chain splitter on it as well in case you do come across a problem with breaking your chain. Um, so, uh, you know, a little little uh, um, saddlebag or seat bag um, just containing the tube, the multi-tool and a, and a, um, a tire lever. And then if you if you can fit them in, just put a, you know, a canister of air or, or you know, the little canister of air and the valve, which are pretty lightweight. And you should get all of those really should fit nicely into a, a little seat bag. Um, I, I don't I don't carry much more than that in terms of maintenance. I mean, obviously, there's the, I think I've got patches in there as well. But it's all real lightweight stuff that, you, you know. And, and, and I'd also encourage you that if you're riding with a partner or you're riding with a group, is make sure everyone's got the same, you know, or the, or the, the right gear for their, for their, for their bike. Um, so even though, you know, if I'm riding with my wife, the chances are if, we, if she gets a puncture, I'm fixing it, but she's still carrying the gear as well. So we've got enough with us. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't think you need much more. Oh, the other, sorry, I've missed one bit. I, all of my bikes now have uh, lightweight mini pumps attached to them. Um, so usually on the bottle cages where you can attach them to the bottle cage. So if it's, a, you know, if the fatter tired bikes have got slightly bigger volume mini pumps just in case you need those. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. So I I have a mental checklist very similar to yours. I mean, I, as I say, I on on tubeless, so I'll have a spare inner tube, a mini pump, uh, the tubeless repair, um, dagger and bung yeah. thing. So it's really nice actually. It's a little little um, screw on canister, tiny little thing. Yeah, and like, that's right. It's only yeah. about three or four centimeters long. It's perfect. It takes yeah. up hardly any space. A, a a mini and a mini tool, um, and yeah, yeah, and obviously the the tire the tire levers and um, and that and that's it. And that 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 like you know I haven't had any problems that I haven't been able to fix. Uh, and some that's that's now the the kiss of death. I'm bound to have something in the next ride. Uh, but pre tubeless, I I carry two inner tubes. Actually, I think that's a good, especially if you're if you're going out for yeah. more than an hour or so, then carry two inner tubes um as well as all the other other stuff because it's this has happened to me quite a lot of times where you 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 change one inner tube you put the next one in and actually the little flint or whatever it is that's caused the puncture is still in the tire and you've just not seen it and you pump it up and it just punctures you know either straight away or or it goes down you know over the next few minutes as you as you ride off and then you know then you've got a problem um so i would say always you know for longer rides always carry carry two inners and um and, and yeah and then, and then of course if you've carried your your patch as well it's not so much of an issue 
No, I, I actually uh, have changed how I do things here um, with our bikes is because if, so what I've done is I've set up the mountain bikes, the gravel bikes and the road bikes, each has its own seat bag um, with the correct gear in it. So I, 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 I've given up swapping stuff from bike to bike because that was, you know, you end up with the mistake that you make with the wrong valve or the wrong tube or just whatever. So I've set, I've just, you know, spent the extra little bit of money, which isn't a great deal to put a, a separate saddle or seat bag on each one and each one's set up correctly. Um, probably the next stage I'll go to is make sure. So I don't, because at the moment I'm swapping the valve round from bag to bag um, with the canister. I'll just stick, you know, they're not that expensive. Just stick one in each. Um, and then, it, and then, it, then you know, I do check them before I arrive, but then it, hopefully you're not going to have any of those silly, uh, silly mistakes where you're out in the middle of nowhere with nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're out, if you're out, out on the road and something goes wrong, um, as it, as it has happened to us, what, what's the, what's the worst that's gone? You gave a few examples there for you. What's the worst for you that's gone wrong in a bike? Um. Well, from personal experience, I know. I mean, having had multiple flats with not the with with not having a pump with us, and then having to try and work out how we're going to get out of the situation there and walk out of a, you know, not I wouldn't say wilderness, but certainly miles from a road. Um, I think it was seven kilometres from a road or something. Um, But you know, snapping a chain. um, uh, Not personally, I've never snapped a chain. Um, uh, that I can remember. Um, but I've been with people in a group where we've ended up, you know, with, stump, uh, with, with snap chains. And I've, I've had a, I, one time I had a spoke break on me. Um, so I could feel, I could feel a wobble in the wheel at the back. It's on, the, on my gravel bike and it just didn't feel right. And then I could, I could, it started making a bit of a noise and then bang, the spoke went. Um, fortunately, I, I it didn't go too banana shaped, and I was I was only a few k's away from getting back to the car, so I managed to get back. Um, nothing really much more than that. That's that's gone drastically wrong. I don't think I broke. Oh yeah, I broke a brake lever in the forest at uh, Clandegla uh, in Wales when I lived over there, and I was I was actually on a coaching course, a mountain bike coaching course. I came came down one of the one of the uh, one of the tracks. Got got it all a bit wrong, <laughs> came off, and uh, I think it was my back brake, the left hand brake lever snapped off. So I literally had no back brake. You know, when you're descending these things, I was trying to rely on the front brake, which is just horrible. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, I, I I've had a I've had a couple um, of interesting ones. Maybe you know, lots of like just flats and all the rest of it. But yeah, one was one time when I was uh, out on my road bike this a few years ago and just riding along, actually coming down a bit of a hill, nothing too steep, but coming down the hill and this like something like a shotgun went off and I thought, what is that? And then immediately <laughs> felt that I had, yeah, I felt the, the puncture and based, yeah, the, basically the, the just, and that's when I was running inner tubes, not the tubeless. Yeah, just basically a big hole blew in the in, in the tire and the whole inner tube just like ex- exploded pretty much. Um, which does I think yeah, it happens from time to time. Just the tire gets a bit worn or whatever, or you go over yeah, that particular well. big yeah. Um so that was that was me. There's nothing there's not much you can you can do about that. So I had to I 
uh, yeah, the other thing to carry with you, of course, is your phone <laughs> you know, for, to get rescued, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. So I was able to yeah. get get uh, one of my actually got a hold of one of my neighbours came to to pick me up. But a good a good tip there because it's not common, but it does happen from time to time. Um, and a good tip is just basically to take an old tire and that you're not going to use it anymore and cut it up. Um, and yeah. if you do get something like that, then what you can do is just put the, the old bit of tyre on the inside of the tyre that's blowing over the hole, just hold it there, place the inner tube underneath it and pump it up. And that's you, that'll, that'll get you home. Almost always that'll, yeah, that'll get you home. Yeah. Um, so, there, there, that's a, so for no extra weight and hardly any space, just a couple of bits of old um tire just help with help with that one so it's so that yeah that was a that was a good one another one that i had um was when i was uh yeah again this is a couple of years ago i was out and came down a hill uh quite a steep hill down down over a little bridge and then up on the other side was another steep hill so i came i was with somebody else we came flying down the hill and then straight off the saddle to put big efforts coming up the the hill on the other side and i thought some something is not right here with the chain with the like i can really feel it slipping all over the place and then suddenly crack <laughs> i looked and the derailleur the rear derailleur was completely snapped <laughs> so um yeah i don't think there's i don't think there's there's a, well you, how, how would i fix that on the road foggy what could i do about that well, if you snap, if you, if the hanger's gone and your derailleur's come off, you've got to, you, if you can do a bit of bush mechanic in, it's basically just take the whole thing apart, make it into a single speed. So if you've got the right tool with you, just you know, you know, split the chain, take a big chunk out of the chain, make it get rid of the derailleur off the back, get tie the cable up, and um, and then just make your bike into single speed, and then you're going home that way. I've actually had to do that. Um, I did. I used to hire bikes out with my business. I remember having to do that a couple of times when some of these big kids that took their bikes out and smashed them for. Um, so just, you know, I'd, I'd then hand over my bike for them to ride back and I'd ride the single speed back. I, I mean, I, years ago, man, I remember this. They used to advocate, and this is where I first started doing um, coaching. There was a school of thought that you, as a bit of bush mechanic in, if you like, you could get home if you didn't have a tube or you'd run out of, this that, and the other t- is to take the tube out or, or even leave the tube in and stuff the tire full of grass or um you know leaves and material that you find at the side of the trail stuff it really tight and then that would just get you home uh, if you've ever tried it it doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> the, the other one that I've, the other one I've heard is uh is to tie tie a knot on either side of the the hole on the inner that's tube. right yeah um yeah i've never I, I mean that's going to be pretty bumpy <laughs> i can see how it could work but it's going to be a yeah. pretty bumpy I mean, ride home isn't it oh it would yeah yeah i mean this is all just this is just real bush mechanic in the stuff yeah. that you know is just to get you home um but i've definitely done that single speed thing um that's that's really I, good I, 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 yeah oh it's it's fairly it's 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 the general stuff you're sort of supposed to learn about when you're a mountain bike coach because those are the, the chances are that as a mountain biker you're going to be in a wilderness area yeah and you've got to you've got to find a way of getting out you know and, and so you tend to learn you know i'm not without being disrespectful a lot of road riders are actually near rescue because they're on a road yeah um you know there's usually a passing car or somebody but in the mountain bikers when they're up in the bush or they're you know in the, the hills and you know, you've got to you've got to be able to be a bit more um, resilient. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I like that one with the with the chain. I wish I'd thought of that actually because I do. Um, yeah, I do. I'm I'm able to change the to cut a 
chain up when I'm out on the road. I've got this yeah. stuff with me. So, but I just didn't think of that. I'm yeah. really annoyed at myself now because it's actually quite an obvious one. Well, if you think about it, isn't it? <laughs> no, but I've not heard that. It one is, before. and I think, yeah, but I think if you. Any, anybody listening to this, you know, if you're doing a decent amount of riding, you should really learn how to split a chain. It's yeah. not hard. But if you don't know what you're doing, it will go wrong easily. You know, if you push the pin through too far with the with the little device, the, the, the chain splitter, you lose the pin, then you start again, then you get, you know, then you start to shorten the chain too much so it won't change gear, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. there's, there's, there, there are a few guidelines around, uh, you know, how many links you can take out before it becomes useless. So, you know, but it's very worthwhile going to a bike shop or getting learning from somebody who knows what they're doing, you know, doing a, have a little workshop somewhere where they show you these, the ABCs, they show you how to change a tube, they show you how to put it all back together again. They show you how to split a chain, that kind of stuff. You know, it's very worthwhile knowing. Yeah, yeah de- definitely. I know. And also this is more so for road bike um, riders than mountain bike riders is you do get breakdown assistance on your bike so if you're if everything goes wrong, your phone's gone dead or you no one's answering, then uh, mind you, if your phone goes dead, how are you going to phone the the breakdown? So there's a flaw in that. I've just real just realised. Make sure your phone is never dead. I suppose that is the. Uh, who who who, the, who provides breakdown assistance, mate? Yeah, there's companies in the UK that do breakdown assistance. Is it? They come rare roadside rescue. Yep. It's all. It's all oh, these. I didn't even yeah. know that. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah. I think it cost me about. Three or four pounds a month or something like that. It's not very expensive. Oh, is it like a, the AA it's or like the, the RAC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, right. Well, there you go. Maybe there's an opportunity there to build something up here in New Zealand. <laughs> well, you could be you could be mountain bike rescue man. Uh, yeah, out there, mate. You need a helicopter for that. You would need a helicopter, <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> right. Okay. So we are going to have a little bit of um, competition, aren't we? So I have here. Uh-huh. Um, a 700 uh, uh, wheel with a, a 33 um, cyclocross tyre on it. What have you got, Foggy? So this is a, a road wheel, a Shimano, just a standard Shimano road wheel. It's 700 and it's got a 23C, uh, sorry, 700C, 23 uh, tyre on it. So it's, it's an old one, but it's uh, still serviceable. Okay, so we are going to try and uh, see if we can change an inner tube the quickest, aren't we? So we, um, so yeah. I've got all I need: set of tire levers. Um, I've got my yeah. track pump here as well. So I've got the um, Joe Blow track pump ready. Um, yeah. So you, this is um, a standard. I've got a Joe Blow down here, a Joe Blow track pump um, ready to roll. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to cheat and, a bit uh, by getting the Joe Blow a bit ready to go. Um, oh. attach the hose okay it's, so it's not cheating it's set up mate it's just set up <laughs> um, and I'm cheating again because I'm also just untightening the nib on the valve as well so I'm going to tighten it up again you see I'm trying all this all this actually a little tip you know the uh, the little screw uh, the little um, uh, what do you call it the washer that you usually put um, onto uh, back onto the rim so down the valve onto the rim just to tighten it up don't use them yeah I don't, don't I don't them. have it either I don't, you don't need them no no, the only thing is it no. rattles a bit sometimes if you're on bumpy terrain, but if you're on, yeah, yeah, it's, that's, yeah, slight, yeah. but yeah, okay. So we have um, Naz, who helps us with this podcast, is going to time us. So I can see, Naz, you ready to start timing? You got your, uh, oh, go, here we go. Yep, so she's Naz got, is she's the commissar. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to give us a countdown, Naz. We're good to go. So I'll do three, two, one. Three, two, one. Go. Right. So taking one side of the tire off on my road wheel. Yeah, I can see the meter that foggy uh, wasn't inflated. So I've had my um, tire. Okay, so, so I'm going to try and get the tube yeah. out now on this one. Yeah, so I'm still getting the I'm still tube's getting out. the tire off. Foggy's way ahead, but he right. had. This so is, my tube's I'm, out. Picking up the new tube, there's a bit of a tip. I'm going to blow down the, open the valve all the way. Blow manually into the tube to put a little bit of air into it. Find the hole. Right, I've now only got the, um, the tire up. I'm way behind now. And, um, right, Come on, so Nolan, the, pick it up. Yeah, but my tire was okay. inflated. Yours wasn't inflated. I was out of puncture, that's why. <laughs> that's why I was changing it. Right, so I'm putting the new, I'm putting the new tire, the new inner tube back in. Yeah, new tube's going on his one now. Yeah, so getting the... Okay, so the tube's in. Yeah, Starting at the valve, just in, using I'm the catching them up. The... I'm catching them up. So... Tire back on the rim. Oh, he's a little bit ahead. My tire's going to go with my thumbs. Yeah, I'm doing it with my thumbs. Here we go. Yeah, I'm on. Right. Oh, no. oh. Last little bit. Oh. So... Oh, and oh, onto the track top and going for 100 right. PSI. Here we go. All right, I just can't get the tire back on. I'm going to have to. There we go. I'm at 80. Right, I'm still getting that. Here we go. Right. So. Right, I'm on. Track pumps off. Valve's closed. Finished. Right, I'm now pumping up. And there's proof. So what did Foggy do? That's 1.56 minutes. That's terribly, <laughs> terribly, terribly slow. Right, there we go. That's me done. So I was about, what, yeah. 15 seconds behind you in the end. And that, that was um, that was with my tyre inflated. Foggy, I can't believe. You got a... You yeah, got look a, at that, solid. <laughs> you got a head start. But yeah, that's, yeah so I'm, that must have been about 2 minutes 10 or so for me. That's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Which, which in these conditions, when we're sat in our offices with no wind and no cold and, you know, not losing bits down the drain and in the grass and all that kind of stuff and not having to get the wheel on and off the bike, that's quite good. And I've got to go, I've got to go and quite work easy. now and look at the state of my hands after <laughs> that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think my, I think my, my worst uh, experience was um was actually it wasn't that long ago it was in it was in the winter and i was out on my cross bike um which was tubeless and i was actually out with the kids uh, so there's a few of us uh, and i um it started raining and it was already muddy and it just absolutely lashed down and it just got muddier and muddier and muddier and they were all on mountain bikes with big you know fat tires i was on my 33 um, sliding about all over the place and I thought I need to let a little bit of air out of the tyres here just so I can get a bit of um, bit more stability so I let, I let some air out and um, I let a little bit too much air out on the rear one and I, all the ceiling started leaking out and it basically went flat so that was stuffed then because you know, I couldn't, um, yeah. couldn't get it all back together so I thought I'm just going to have to put an inner tube in it and um, 
yeah, it was absolutely lashing down. It was about two degrees Celsius and I had to take the valve, you know, then you get into, you have to take the valve off the tubeless valve that's in there. You had to take all that off and all the little, yeah. Oh yeah. I eventually got there, but yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, well, so yes, um, sitting in the office doing yeah. it like this is so much easier. Yeah, it's easy. I, I On some of the coaching courses I've run, I've actually made them, uh, you know, I've, I've competitions, stripping down a bike, putting it back together, and or you know, a simple one is just obviously competition changing, changing tubes, getting them back on the bike. But um, I've had them sort of set up like almost like a pit stop at the, at the Grand Prix, um, having a competition, see how they could put a bike back together, which is quite good fun. It, it's good yeah. fun, but it's good learning as well. Yeah, I just um, one of the things I've just flashed through my mind just to remind people to. Um, when they buy their gear, um, please don't buy metal or alloy um, uh, tire levers because they're well out of, uh, you know, they just cause much damage. Get decent plastic ones, but make sure they are decent plastic ones because there's, you, sometimes you'll get these companies that will give them away or there'll be freebies with stuff. And honestly, they're not worth the, you know, the paper yeah. that they're made from they're literally made of paper they just bend into it so get some decent ones that we're not going to snap on you and even decent ones after a while when you've been I've got some really good ones here at the moment and they're, 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 they're chewed up because I use them so often when I'm teaching yeah um, it's a good it's a, sure it's a really good gear. tip yeah I so yeah I, back in the day I had metal ones and it just completely ruins your, the rims so definitely not, oh, not metal does, yeah. the, the thing the thing to look for I mean I've got I've had this this is a I don't know how you how you meant to pronounce it. Topic, topic, um, one that I got years ago. Yeah. Um, and you, well, yes, yeah, it's, it's a bit worn and scuffed at the at the lever ends, but they've always served yeah. me really well. And I think when you're when you're looking for them, and it's just it is worth spending an extra few quid on it because it makes such yeah. a difference. Is that they're that you can't bend them at all. They're completely yeah. rigid, so they're plastic. So they're not going to damage your rim, but they're strong enough. For you to be able to, to get a tight tire to, off, to get yeah. a really tight tire yeah. off, um, and get the leverage yeah. that you need. So yeah, good tip there, Foggy. Um, yeah, excellent. So coming to a close now. So what what are you up to the next few days? Uh, I'm, I'm I've got some work on at the moment, so I'm I'm driving people and bags and bikes up and down the the trails of central Otago, which is actually really good fun because there's, there's a lot of people on holiday here really enjoying themselves. So I'm doing that for the next few days. And then I actually haven't got a day off for two weeks because I'm flying up to Auckland um, early on Monday next week um, uh, to run a coaching course for uh, an adventure company. It's, it's a coaching course on basically road skills. Um, so, you know, t- um, instructors that teach road skills. So, um, yeah, so I've got a full-on couple of weeks, really. You know what I mean, yeah, good, good. All cycling-related, which is oh, which it is, is definitely. It's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm. This Saturday morning, I'm going to have to get up at some ridiculous hour because I'm my my cycling club is organising a time trial, and uh, it's not too far away. But yeah, I have to be. Um, helping people sign on at around 6am on a Saturday, Saturday morning, which, um, but yes, yeah, all part, all part of doing it. you got to, you know, I think with, uh, yeah. especially if you take part in events, then you need, you need to help the organizers. And I think if you are, you know, if you are doing 
you know, whether you're racing or doing time trials or doing sportives, you know, give a little bit back and go and volunteer and help out because without the helpers, yeah, you can't run these events. So, yeah, I'm helping Sam, who's um, uh, who's one of my cycling friends, who's in the club, who's or- organising uh, that. Um, it is, the, the, there is an advantage. This is what the time trialists say is that, you know, you get up early, you go off and you do your time trial and you've got the rest of the day. But frankly, I think I'll be going there, coming back and falling straight. I guess, <laughs> <my skin. laughs> so, yeah, looking, look, looking forward to that. Um, so thanks, Foggy. That was fun. Um, yeah, disappointed that, I, that I'd pumped my tyre up. Um, uh, so it was fully inflated for the for the um, inner tube challenge that we did next well, time. I'll, yeah. Well, all I'd say is why jump out of a very serviceable airplane? So, you know, you'll be changing the tube because it's flat. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah. So it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't an even competition. And if my if my um, yeah. tyre had been flat, then I will, obviously would have been a few seconds quicker than you, Foggy. But then, oh, of course, you won. Absolutely yeah. would, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so, yeah, thanks, Foggy. Thanks, Naz, for timing no the, uh, the competition. And thanks to everyone for listening. Yeah, bye-bye.